हेलो एंड वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द रुकी नंबर्स पॉडकास्ट आई एम अमन एंड आई एम नीलक एंड दिस पॉडकास्ट इज वेयर वी टॉक अबाउट गेम्स गेम न्यूज़ टेक न्यूज़ एंड ऑल दैट काइंड ऑफ स्टफ प्लस वी ओकेजनली टॉक अबाउट व्हाट वी प्ले व्हिच इज प्रीटी मच मोस्ट ऑफ आवर पॉडकास्ट दीस डेज एंड इन टुडेस एपिसोड वी हैव अ बंच ऑफ वियर्ड न्यूज़ वी हैव फॉर वन द लॉन्च ऑफ फॉजी वी हैव मॉडिंग टूल्स फ्रॉम साइबरपंक 2077 व्हिच इज which sounded like a big deal at first but isn't more on that later hogwarts legacy's delays ea with sort of a love triangle with ubisoft and star wars <laughs> hitman 3 launched and borderlands 3 got freed from the digital rights management of denuvo which is great i guess and yeah i think that's pretty much it minus like one or two things let's get into it so first thing we have today the launch of india's pride the game that we've all been waiting for forgy nilak what do you think yeah so forgy was supposed to launch as a competitor to pubg right because when pubg was banned uh, there were talks about forgy and akshay kumar was like hammering the marketing and he was like this is the answer to pubg this is the answer to the ban of pubg and this is supposed to fill that void this was slated to launch in october of last year and well we are finally in october and uh, at least somewhere we're in october we are somewhere in shape some shape or form in october currently anyway so forgy launched and uh, it's not particularly the savior or the filler of the whole that pubg left mm-hmm. it's so it is a pve game it is not a pvp game and it is not even a battle royale game not the game yet. has yeah the game has comic style cinematics voiced in hindi with english subtitles which is fair the actual mm-hmm. gameplay has no guns it is purely melee combat use your hand or weapons the movement is wonky the camera rotation is not particularly well done and the ga- the fights are very repetitive with just the on off pressing of two buttons itself which are both attack and dodge there are no combos or anything to make the game remotely diverse and furthermore the enemy ai is actually pretty trash and the they just stand motionless for people to beat them which is not what people want in a fighting game and okay. it has taken some elements from other games in the way that for healing you sit at a campfire and uh, just a second ha wait ha so it has taken some elements from other games in the way that for he- healing you sit at a campfire which is directly taken out from dark souls and uh, other things in the way that a lot of the uh assets are reused and so was the soundtrack the mm-hmm. graphics aren't particularly good they aimed for it to have realistic graphics but it just looks cartoony and bad and did i mention it does not have a pa- battle royale mode which is exactly the niche it wanted to fill so yeah that is what i have at least that is my experience from what i know of forgy and it's definitely not filling any niche for now 
वेल ओके पर्सनली आई वॉन्टेड टू लाइक दिस गेम अ लॉट एंड आई वॉन्टेड टू प्रूव आर ओन शेड रॉन्ग वेन वी लाइक फर्स्ट हर्ड अबाउट द गेम बट फर्स्टली इट लुक्स लाइक इट्स इन अर्ली एक्सेस बट मतलब इट्स नॉट मार्क्ड ऑन द गेम दैट इट्स इन अर्ली एक्सेस अपेरेंटली बट इट्स यू लुक्स वेरी मच लाइक दिस इज अ डेवलपमेंटल मॉडल दिस इज प्रॉब्लम द कॉन्सेप्ट ऑन विच द एंटायर गेम शुड हैव बिन बिल्ट ऑन सो आई लाइक आई थिंक दे वर लुकिंग फॉर लाइक दे कूडन लॉन्च इन ऑक्टोबर सो दे वर ट्राइंग टू लॉन्च ऑन लाइक ऑन ऑस्पिशियस डे विच इज रिपब्लिक डे विच इज प्रिटी कूल बट इफ दे प्रॉब्लम लॉन्च ऑन इंडिपेंडेंस डे लाइक a year after i mean like 7 months after they would probably mm-hmm. have had more time to get this done like get this done right although i feel it's not as easy as just saying they should have launched it a few months down the line i mean do you think if they had more time they would have made a better game probably yes but it's not that easy to take a decision to launch a game well 5 months or 6 months later they probably had a lot of deadlines they need to meet and that is probably why they rushed the game out of the well out of the door right moreover i actually think um, that they aimed to have a battle royale mode but at the end of it they just realized it's not working out so they just slammed in a pve it looks very like shoddily done yeah it is very much looking like it's a very shoddy job and the company itself has never made a game before the company is sort of a sister company to a fitness or a sports gear company and i don't really know what we were supposed to expect yeah well we've had like indie companies come out and make games like raji which came from a studio that hadn't made anything before and then we also had this so mm-hmm. expectations are kind of haywire i prop honestly didn't expect anything as good as pubg is because all like all graphics set aside for the mobile mode also pubg is a fairly good game but i i don't um, enjoy battle royals that much but if i would like if i did i would play the heck out of pubg and matlab that's that's a honest realistic review and with this firstly i am into like campaign games but This just looks like one of those games that you pick up and you feel like oh this is probably from 2010 and then you realize it's not which is it's kind of sad but yeah i just hope that it gets better yeah, like in that- the end this is still like a representation of what indian gaming looks like matlab like of indian game development and stuff looks like and i don't want that to have a bad name in general So what's really surprising is that Raji and Indie Studio has made such a well-done game whereas a company which is very much so a very big company and is endorsed by a very big Bollywood actor is doing such a shoddy job kind of shows you how corporate culture and art don't go well together huh it completely more so than that it more so looks like it's just a job to grab a bunch of cash hmm possible this this I was looking for the ca- like cash grab yeah that's what the term about. i was looking for but my brain had a fart understandable brain fart yes so yeah well i i think this this game causes and is kind of a brain fart at the moment mm-hmm. but yeah let's let's see where this goes talking about brain farts there were more cy- we have a cyberpunk patch 
Oh which, yeah, patch 1.1. So patch 1.1 launched, which is supposed to have fixed a bunch of issues. I haven't gotten to play the game yet for reasons. For reasons and, of sanity, I'm assuming. <laughs> and it it's supposed to have fixed a lot of issues, which I'm really hyped for. And uh, they plan to launch another patch and some DLCs this year. Yep. which i'm hoping for there was a multiplayer leak didn't see too much in that nothing much to comment mm-hmm. and uh, well they launched some modding tools which aren't exactly modding tools but they're more so modding support tools which means that whoever wants to mod this game can now make their own modding tools so that they can mod the game which is always preferred because mm, like every single time what really happens is these modders with the access with the modding tools they just make their own improvised tools so i guess this is just helping them more so letting them mm-hmm. make their tools from ground up rather than having to reverse engineer and what not in something as custom as modding there's no one size fits all right so mm-hmm. they're probably taking the high road by just giving them a support tool which makes sense which i really like yeah it's a good thing it is definitely i played uh, cyberpunk after the patch and like my thoughts in general are apparently it fixes a lot of bugs and to be honest i didn't face a lot of glitches in the game anyway so i was like one of the few one of the minority of players who like went by unscathed by cyberpunk's rampant glitches and game breaking bugs etc etc the game was pretty badly optimized which got a little better with the patch i was getting slightly higher frame rates and mm-hmm. apparently this breaks like uh the patch has a potential to break one part of the game in the starting in like one of the few missions in the starting and i didn't face it because i wasn't playing it from the starting again but all in all i wouldn't recommend starting this game right away right now i there is like, a patch 1.2 let us slate it to launch very soon yep before march before march is what they said mm-hmm. so mostly in fact yeah well jan's over march is the month so in other after. news hogwarts legacy got delayed to 2022 mm-hmm. which is a bummer i was really looking forward to the game i was really hoping it would launch in this year itself but fair enough if they think they want more time to polish a game and not deliver a cyberpunk 2077 i'll be glad oh, well to to deliver a cyberpunk 70 2077 they would have to delay it by 2 3 more years and then deliver the bad game that is fair i i guess they're still on track to deliver a cyberpunk 2077 but let's hope that it doesn't come to that at all yeah it's let's a very us. promising game it looks amazing and that's going to be the first harry potter game in a while the last one was deathly hallows part 2 back when the movies were relevant yeah back when the movies had come out which was already almost a decade ago back when jk rowling hadn't messed up everything back when jk rowling didn't have a twitter basically yeah that every time we've talked about hogwarts we've like basically just raved about how good the game looks it does look very nice yeah i just hope we don't have to eat our words when the game comes out well <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to kill the optimism <laughs> and speaking of not being very optimistic ea is not making the next star wars game i guess i mean ea is not making the wait the next star wars games is not being made by ea because ea is still making star wars games yeah i don't know what that's supposed to mean it's yeah it's just that the next 
Ubisoft is making the next Star Wars games. And so apparently Lucasfilm's licensing for Star Wars with EA might be coming to an end as the next Star Wars is being made by Ubisoft instead. Whereas EA have said that they are still making Star Wars games with a number of projects ahead. That might just be like game like projects that have already started but are like slated to finish within the li- like licensing period time while the licensing is actually being handed over to Ubisoft. That could be true but why would they leave very valid projects with EA if they are ending their license? And maybe it's just maybe it's just something that just like comes up I guess. I don't know. See, we have seen bad planning come from big corporations before. Yeah. This is Although, like this, this raises a pretty fair point actually. Like, and this is one that I wanted to discuss anyway. Um, like a, a franchise like Star Wars or a franchise like Harry Potter, in that sense, uh, you, what is the benefit or disadvantage of like having multiple brands, like or multiple studios make games for it? Like the way if if EA just keeps making games for Star Wars while Ubisoft also works on an open world game. EA did a pretty well good job as Quadrants. Battlefront 2 after all its microtransactions mess up was a fairly good game. Jedi and Fallen Order was an amazing game. Exactly. Meanwhile, if Ubisoft is good at making open world games and we have seen that they are, well, we don't appreciate it in Assassin's Creed, but that doesn't mean they don't make good games. I mean, Star Wars as like a, the Star Wars universe is expansive. Ubisoft could make very well use of that. So the thing here is Aman that if if by means of that you mean Lucasfilm should authorize both of them, the thing here is that then the market gets split because EA is competing with Ubisoft, both as in both are competing for Star Wars games, and Lucasfilms. Why would Lucasfilms want their player base to be divided? I mean, for Lucasfilms, if their player base is divided towards the towards the same franchise, it's still gonna sell them one uh, licensing money. Plus all the merch that comes out of it. Like imagine two games of Star Wars launching at the same time. Even if they compete with each other, both the options benefit Lucasfilm. Fair. Both of them benefit Lucasfilms, but not so much as benefiting Ubisoft and EA. You're, You're kind of stabbing them in the back in the way that you're licensing both of them so that you are still not being affected, but both of them are. Yeah, it's a bad idea all the way. But... I, I see over, some potential lot, to this. A lot of this is also about the money spent with licensing. Mm-hmm. I feel that could also be something. I don't really know. Well, I mean, I yeah, just don't I, think yeah. they should go for this route. Like, I see there's some potential to having, like, multiple people make games for the same brand or the same sort of franchise. The way, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know if this is a good example to bring up because it is also very controversial. But how Sony and Marvel made a spe- like a series of Spider-Man movies. One, it keeps your audience very engaged with the character. And two, like both of them earned money off of it. And both of them weren't like competitive, but like in separate timelines. But in the same way, Sony did own all the rights to Marvel or uh, all the rights to Spider-Man and they let Marvel use him for a few movies. It's not like Marvel was simultaneously making Spider-Man movies and Sony was simultaneously making Spider-Man movies and and a third company was owning the rights to Spider-Man. True. I mean, like, that's true. 
and like a system like that though but uh in the sense that where licensing just travels over to multiple studios more often than it does would pr- probably pretty cool for like from a consumer standpoint to see how games are made because star wars games like for the lack of a better word have been pretty repetitive and by repetitive i mean having the same style that ea has brought mhm and well, that's not a bad thing they had a good formula and it worked very well but having like ubisoft take have their take on it play out would be a pretty exciting game for sure also i have another analogy for you to look at in the mm-hmm. same way that you put up so look at uh, nintendo they have super smash bros mhm and in that they have a lot of different people appearing as well yes so uh suppose they get a they get altair or ezio or yeah suppose they get altair or ezio they will probably get the license from ubisoft for that game itself which is probably how marvel and sony did it so it is not as much applicable to this scenario look now you just put images of me trying to imagine a super smash brothers version of altair it's it's you've thrown me maybe off not altair enough. but uh, there was this other game which was a fighting game which had all the oh yeah i uh, remember uh, witcher 3 I, and Tekken? a lot of other people no no it like was street Tekken. fighter it wasn't street fighter are you sure uh, yeah yeah the name seems to be escaping me i actually don't remember either but i remember this uh like an assassin's creed character showing up in a fighting game before mhm uh but yeah i remember what you're saying but like super smash brothers with ac characters in it it's just like top notch material for comedy man <laughs> like i would i would watch that <laughs> soul caliber the game was called right. soul caliber in which geralt was a character so in that it was probably well cdpr letting them use the li- license to get out for a game ha ah, right that is yes. very different from how star wars and lucas films and ea and ubisoft are working out mhm well fair enough i guess man in the end disney owns everything Let, let's just yes. let's just leave it at that anyway so hitman 3 launched aha uh-huh. and you know something which i love about hitman games it's like even in hitman 2 if you owned hitman 1 you could play every single level of hitman 1 in the better in, in the improved graphics of hitman 2 they just uh, trickle down the updates from the each game no more so if you owned hitman 1 when you bought hitman 2 you could literally play every single level in be- with better graphics nice of hitman 1 yeah nice and they have done the same with hitman 3 if you owned hitman 1 or 2 or both you could play the previous versions missions in much higher visual fidelity which is something i've always appreciated it's very like contract based though right it's very like singular yeah. missions in hitman which is why yeah. probably like this kind of thing works yeah although ioi the io interactive the company behind hitman they did have a bunch of issues with the launch of hitman 3 as mm-hmm. initially they said your missions will not carry over and it's not something they can do to fix it is something that epic games is needs to work out and then they said and then epic said it's not their issue and ioi needs to sort it out and a lot of this confusion was due to uh, ioi having a falling kind of falling apart with wb because i believe wb helped them publish hitman 1 and 2 whereas hitman 3 they are publishing themselves so it's it was sort of a messy scenario but at the end of the day 
for the consumer if you owned any of the previous ones you can still play them mm-hmm. but it was definitely something uh of importance for the companies when the game launched and the way ii handled it i'm not particularly fond of okay they mostly threw egs under the bus although i'm not a big fan of them either yeah i mean like throwing any company under the bus for your issues like at that level is kind of not a good thing to do but sure i guess if if they were actually facing a problem then it's fair i don't know like to me the game matters more than what the company says about the game at this point like having played so much and having so much of the media show roll out mm-hmm. it's always been more about let me just download the game and see what it is if the game is bad the game is bad if the game's good it's good like mm-hmm. sure like we can get blown away by what cdpr did with cyberpunk and the whole media thing around it but in the end the game is great with some bugs and some optimization problems so like that's the bottom line there and for mm-hmm. hitman 3 it's a great game it's like what you should expect after hitman 1 and 2 Mm-hmm. plus um in fact uh hitman 3 like recouped the project cost in like under a week which either means they made it for very cheap or it sold very well i it probably sold very well it's it's been it on is, the top of the uk charts at least yeah it has so pretty good like if, if they can re- recoup all the development cost in a week I don't know like it's it's got to be a good game like enough people have to be playing it for now. <laughs> we'll see about just returns a, but yeah. Just having a big player base does not mean it's a good. Game. Yeah, we, we've seen that. We've seen that yeah. far too recently. Mhm. Anyway, in other news, Guerrilla Games, the company behind Horizon Zero Dawn. Mhm. They are they said they are going to slow down the updates of Horizon Zero Dawn to focus on sequel. Okay. Which which they have mentioned before it's called Horizon 0 something. Don uh wait. Let me just look that up. It's called something yeah. Anyway, so they launched about 10 patches for the game on PC which is definitely uh are very appreciated because the game was very broken on launch and it has ever since become very much playable on most if not all types of rigs and uh, definitely do check it out. They launched their last 1.10 patch very recently mm-hmm. and it's it's supposed to iron out a lot of the bugs which are left which weren't a lot but still I, i really appreciate seeing them put in so much effort because the last games the last few games which were originally supposed to be PlayStation exclusives they were not very well done when ported that standing that standing was actually on the other hand a very good port Wow, I just took the one name that I remember, and it's an outlier. Damn. Yeah. Great. Anyway, that's that's fine. Uh, the sequel is called Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West, yes. Horizon Forbidden West. It is also slated to be an exclusive itself. I mean, so was Horizon Zero Dawn. It is yeah, like and Zero Dawn is a 2017 game that made its way into like into PC in 2020. When yeah, it was pretty much that bad that we named one of our episodes Horizon Zero FPS. So. <laughs> Well, yes, yes that we it's it's gotten a lot better and they're going to slow it down because obviously their aim was to like launch the game and not have DLCs launch for it. Um they did launch they had to do a lot of patching work. Yeah. They did. Fair enough. In our last bit of news today, 
we have news that de novo has been removed from borderlands 3 do you know a fun thing about borderlands 3 aman i do not so, because you so, gave me no context but go on of course i don't so borderlands 3 is an epic games exclusive what oh, that yes. means is there is no nothing with regards to borderlands 3 on steam right is that except true? there is so so notoriously epic games does not have a forum section so the developers of borderlands 3 went to the borderlands 2 on forum on steam and pinned posts there saying if you have any issues with borderlands 3 if you are facing any bugs please post them here okay i have to i just have to say that these very were well official played. posts these were official posts made by uh the developers and they these were official so much of like i i i don't even i, I can't even they were removed these posts were removed because they were literally saying epic games does not have forum so we'll need to use this which is i don't know how this works under term like the tos of uh steam but i think they stopped by now but it was definitely a thing i saw the post myself and i was definitely very well surprised hey but uh borderlands 3 does have a steam page now it does have a steam page although it hasn't launched and i don't think it is going to launch on steam no i can buy it right now you can yeah yeah it was a, a epic exclusive for a very long time but it did launch after a while it's like 3000 bucks but like you can buy it plus including the season pass and stuff like you can buy everything interesting the season pass is 2500 who pays that much for games okay i'm sorry all the console audience that just got ptsd <laughs> from that uh that's fine yeah Anyway, yeah. So it's not on like it does not have Denuvo DRM anymore. So it that's great. It does not have Denuvo. You can go through illegal methods to get this game now. Although I'm not gonna state how, but mm-hmm. I think our audience is smart enough to get this. So my rant a while back was very unfruitful, and I'm just confused as to what game I meant because Borderlands Three is definitely on Steam. So nice. I was definitely talking about a different game, which I'm trying to frantically look up currently. Okay, whoever figures out which game Milak is talking about, and I mean this, whoever <laughs> whoever figures out which game Milak is talking about, will get a shout out. Oh. I I am not bullshitting. If anyone can figure out, <laughs> if anyone can figure out which game this is, because I have no clue. I have no clue either. What the hell? This is this is un unfulfilled game nostalgia here. This is this is ha huh, yes this is definitely anyway let us go over games we played while <laughs> I look at what I meant to talk about. Congratulations everyone I have broken knee luck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this week I'm just going to go through my list of games because knee luck has just like one game. Uh I played um as I have been told has become an addiction and a habit I need to stop. I have played Seven more hours of Leaf Blower Revolution. It's an idle game. I'm sorry, it's a problem, but I'm addicted. It's a great game. Oh. When my games are loading, I load up Leaf Blower. It's a great game. You need to look at Leaf Blower Revolution. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It's got a lot of progression. It's got 
insane amounts of progression for no reason and you never feel useless <laughs> next game screen cheat and this is a very weird revelation i had so during the steam sale that's this is the only game i bought the steam sale that was uh, on during the new years this game is a party game to which you can play with your friends um provided they still play, play games with you which is that was that was surprisingly mean <laughs> I, i don't know why i said that screen cheat this is a game where uh, basically you're playing split screen co-op with your friends except all your all the enemies all your friends are basically invisible so to figure out where they are standing you need to look at their side of the screen and basically screen cheat to find your friends and kill them um it's a very 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 fun game i played like 40 minutes of the game in total i think and mm. i died like 85 times the weapons are whack the maps are whack it's all based on colors it's 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 kind of it kind of has a learning curve but you don't care because it's a fun game and you just like trying to look at each other's screen and like it, it's a fun party game and it's not very demanding either plus when i played the game i made the only custom uh, multiplayer server that existed on it <laughs> nice like i when i made the server that was the only one server on their lobby which was kind of sad but that might just be like southeast asia but anyway i talked about cyberpunk post patch it was fine like but that's always been the case with me the game's been fine and age of empires 2 definitive edition now this game got a new dlc today on the 26th it added two new civilizations the burgundians and the silicians i don't know what i oh sicilians i'm sorry um the very very overpowered civilizations in the game so it's kind of breaking up the whole game yes i have found the game i was talking about news flash so so the game was division 2 which hasn't launched launched on steam yet has the developer of ubisoft one of the developers from ubisoft called ub milky he made a post he made an lfg post on the steam forums and uh-huh. it literally it, the heading is literally says the heading literally says looking for other players question mark post here on a steam forum where the game does not <laughs> exist because they don't have forums on the two platforms they're hosting it which is their own platform and epic game store you know when you have to like go to a game on steam and post about it that you're doing something wrong like you made some wrong decision there and they did very promptly remove the post and whereas there is there still is the discussion the whole discussion for division 2 mm-hmm. but it's just a bunch of people hating on steam like ubisoft steam for removing it nay on steam for not removing the whole category oh oh i just recently realized that the review t- um like when you open steam reviews now it says mm-hmm. something on the lines of excluding off topic reviews <laughs> which is probably a telltale sign that they learned from this mistake probably and i mean i i get steam's position on that like it's obviously like it's for like this forum is supposed to be for the division and the division 2 is on epic game store so deal with your own ps yeah i'm just surprised ubisoft themselves did not make a forum feature yeah and 
I mean, they could have just gone on Reddit and like provided support from there, I guess. In other news, in other news, Epic mm-hmm. Games Store asked developers to go to Reddit because they don't plan on making a forum. I don't dislike that actually. Like Reddit I is don't... a place where most people are. Sure, 100%. I don't dislike that either. But I'd really rather have a forum in every it's it's not that tough to make. That's true. I mean, yeah. We could actually offer to make it for them for a little amount. Now, regardless, it's just they're, they're basically saying you can go use this free platform which we provide if you want support, which we don't provide, which is a free platform which has nothing to do with your company for official support because we can't make it ourselves because we take a lesser cut than Steam does, who are our direct competitor. That's a pretty good reason though, actually. Yeah, but we take a this... lesser cut, so we don't have as many features, but you get yeah, sure. more money. Fair enough, fair enough. But like asking them to go to Reddit is not a solution. It's not a solution that will last. That's for sure. Look, see, I get, I get this kind of option working out for small developers. But when someone like Ubisoft collaborates with you, or when someone like a Hitman is launching, you want the, you want everything to be ready. Like, Epic Game Store as an indie games platform would have been amazing because one, you pay more money to the indie developers. Two, you're supporting the games more than you're supporting the store, and thus the so the store isn't as good as Steam. But when you're talking about a game like The Division 2, you're paying to a big corporation. Mm-hmm. So already the point of it going more to a corporation instead of going to the store that sells it, which is also a corporation, that point is moot. So like you might as well get the features because in the end, as a consumer, I'm not supporting Ubisoft any further. Like if they got 10% less money than they do right now, they wouldn't be affected. An indie developer, maybe. Like... You see the difference in like level over there, right? Fair enough. But the reason why people actually go to Epic is because they outright give you a lot of money up front. Uh, yeah, like uh, for the big games, yes. Not just for the big games, even for the indie games. Mm, sh- sure. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that's probably going to change about um about Epic's plan because it's it's not going to stay like keep. Being the same I way, I don't not. think they're going to like keep Fortnite success paying for Epic Game Store so much. Yeah. But yeah, let's see. That's that's a that's a long ass discussion with Apple also involved somewhere in the mix, <laughs> which which I don't want to get to because that court battle is done. Yeah, that, that is ongoing. Is it though. actually? It's, yeah, it's ongoing. Not. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is our disconnected VR about um, the Epic versus Apple thing. It's just. It's become a good old code battle. Let it sort itself out. Anyway, so what I played was yes. basically Path of Exile because they launched a new league and the new league has a crap ton of content. Mm-hmm. That's my game, which I played for the last two weeks. And when he says that's the game he played for the last two weeks, that's everything he did for the last two weeks, pretty much. It's not true. I went out of the house. That, that's a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Um, but yes, when you were sitting in front of the computer, it was either playing POE or discussing POE. That, that's very much true. That is yeah, very so true. For all that it's worth, it was POE for two weeks. And Fair at much. some point in the next week, that, that obsession is going to end and then he's going to get into like a burnout of games and he's going to scroll Fit Girl repacks until he finds a new game. That's not true at all. I buy, I buy all of my games, excuse me. 
you look at fit girl repack to find out which games you want to buy off steam that's also kind of true. anyway <laughs> let's not delve more into my weird habits and shame me anyone so that that, that shaming the, will happen off the podcast guys <laughs> anyway that's it that's it for this week see you all in the next one bye bye